and welcome to Season 8 of the Pet Photographers Podcast and to 2021. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kirsty McConnell, and 2020 was pretty crazy for me too. For those of you who are new here, I had bits of burnout photography in Adelaide, Australia, for eight years until moving to Italy last year. Uh, yep, <laughs> during the pandemic with my husband and our two dogs. <laughs> anyway, um... Now I share my love for photography through this podcast and also by mentoring fellow pet photographers whose idea of success is not working crazy long hours, but running a business that suits their lifestyle. Last year was tough for everyone, um, for sure, but I did take great comfort in seeing our industry pulling together to support one another. Um, Hopefully that helps you a little bit as well. Our guests on this show, I think, were certainly no exception to that. I'd love to know which interviews you took the most from and your three big changes for the year inspired by the podcast. <clears throat> I might share a few of mine to give you some ideas and maybe you can interact in um, in the member zone uh, or the, sorry, the mastermind group if you are a member um, and uh, and share some of yours too. So I'll start with um, switching to my first one would have to be switching to Airtable as my uh, studio management software, both um, for photography and uh, for Pilates. I'm not sure if you've caught that interview, but uh, sorry, that episode, Um, it was uh, Caitlin's uh, episode in season seven, episode six last year. Basically, she... um, yeah, she shared tons about how she uses Airtable and how you can as well. Um, and after that episode, along with um, using Airtable for the Pet Travis Club, because, of course, <laughs> Caitlin was the one that set our system up. You know how she is with all these things. Um, <laughs> if you're a long-time listener, at least. Um, so, yeah, we use Airtable for the podcast. And so this year when oh, – sorry, last year – 2020, when I was setting up uh, my Pilates business, some of you might know I do teach Pilates online, Um, I decided, you know, I didn't need anything too robust, and so I would try um, Airtable, like Caitlin suggests, and, you know, I had a bit of familiarity, is that the word I'm looking for, (laughs) with Airtable because of using it for the podcast, but, like I said, Caitlin does most of that kind of stuff, so I... um, I didn't really, you know, know the ins and outs of setting it all up. Um, but once I started to, I realized, oh, actually, it is super robust, actually. Um, and it's quite affordable. It's like a spreadsheet and a database in one. You would know from last um, season, from the episode of Caitlin, if you listened or watched it yet. Um, and, yeah, so I started using it for Pilates and I realized I could automate everything through Zapier, which also we do with the podcast. Um and all of the things that were really important to me worked seamlessly, uh, which I loved. So now that I'm looking at starting a new uh, photography studio um, here in Italy later this year, um, I've started setting up the software in Airtable or the system, sorry, in Airtable as well. And um, so far, it's looking like the best idea ever. Um, some of you might remember that I used to use Tave or Tave. Uh, which is also a great CRM. Um, it's just I was getting a bit frustrated because it doesn't integrate with Xero, um, or maybe it does by now, but it didn't when I was using it. 
and that was the real problem for me. Um, and, you know, having to double handle invoices, et cetera, really caused a lot of extra time. And I used this kind of software to save time. So in the end, it just didn't end up working for me. I know some photographers have found some workarounds with that. So if you have one, share it in the group. Um, if you're using a platform that doesn't integrate with Zero, I know, I think it was Charlotte Reeves maybe was saying that she just, um, I think it was her, but I could be wrong. Um, she basically just does the invoicing through um, Tarbay so that she has a breakdown um, of what was sold but then through zero just does the actual accounting, so the money coming in and out, but doesn't assign it to an individual invoice or something like that. Um, but anyway, I wanted – I could be completely wrong with how she was doing it, but basically she simplified one or the other option. I just – I don't know. I wasn't happy with that. I wanted um, everything to be super clean. I wanted to be able to open zero and Tave and see the same numbers in both so I knew which was accurate and I wasn't able to do that. So if you've had success with that, please share away. But in the meanwhile, <laughs> um, I have switched to Airtable. It is working fabulously. I also use Acuity because it's part of Squarespace, which I use. And um, so all my clients book and pay a session or for Pilates, they, they pay through Acuity. Um even 10 packs or whatever, and it will be the same for photography. And then that automatically goes in Airtable and everything just works awesome. So big thanks to Caitlin for pushing me to, to try that out. If you have, let us know. The second thing um, that I've taken my big uh, change la uh, because of a podcast last year was introducing video into my business um, for growing trust with clients and, uh, and potential clients, future clients. This was inspired by Andrew Helmich. He spoke about that. Sorry, that's my dog in the background. He spoke about that in, in uh, interview season six, episode five, and then also um, did a, a members review of um, an expert review of a members video um, in season seven, episode eight. So basically he looked over Bark and Gold's um, interview the uh, sorry video that clients would see or potential clients after they contact her I believe um and he just went through some tips like for how to improve it and make it better so if you haven't seen it yet season seven episode eight um I've started using video since that um for a few different way in a few different ways the biggest one would probably be testimonials from clients so basically I've just asked a few business for Pilates but it will work perfectly for photography few clients to meet me on zoom um and please stop it <laughs> sorry that's my dog um and I just asked them like three quick questions and I made sure that the questions weren't just yes no answers I made sure that it was like um they were going to, to sort of share along in a little bit of a story um which worked really well and being video I think it just it really shows I think it helps with trust. You know, somebody can just read a testimonial and it doesn't necessarily prove anything that a real client said it. I could have just made it up if it's just a written word, um, which I also put throughout the website in case people don't want to watch a video. Um, but doing it as video, I think, just adds next level credibility. And, um, yeah, that would be my biggest thing. I've also started using it in a few other ways, but that would be probably the biggest and easiest way, um, which would which I will definitely continue doing for my photography. Probably what I will do for that is actually ask them like at the end of the ordering appointment instead. Um, it's just a 
I teach Pilates online through Zoom so I can easily ask a client to jump on, you know, 10 minutes before our class and ask them, you know, do the, the feedback then, um, the testimonial, sorry. Um, so that works pretty easily. But for photography clients, I'll definitely be just asking them that same kind of thing in the order appointment. I think you could also use it in lots of other ways, but I'll let Andrew um, help you with that. That's his expertise. So he first chatted about it in season six, episode five, and then his expert review uh, was season seven, episode eight. So jump back and see those if you haven't already. The next one um, probably helped me the most to get through 2020. Um, and it would be doing a personal project just because. We've spoken about personal projects a lot on the podcast, especially last year. Um, we had this bit of a, a theme throughout the podcast in the middle of the year last year. Oh, so many guests mentioning that they were doing personal projects and then us like getting quite excited about it and really diving into them further. Um, I don't know if it was, you know, because of COVID, lots of people couldn't shoot, uh, for clients or if it was just coincidence, I don't know, but it was just so beautiful to see so many different interviews, um, with photographers around the world, implementing these amazing personal projects or community projects, um, which was really beautiful. So, um, Season five, episode eight, I think it was uh, Tiffany Kelly. That one definitely comes to mind. Um, she was discussing her Barking Beautiful project. Um, so check that one out if you're interested. It was um, really, really inspiring. And in fact, I've done my own Barking Beautiful project um, inspired by Kat, uh, Tiffany, sorry. Uh, and by the way, we are eventually, uh, Caitlin and I, in collaboration with Tiffany, putting um, together some resources so that you can host your own Bucking Beautiful project. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, um, what else? Karen Black, um, a really uh, fabulous member of the, po- of the podcast. Um, she also shared her passion project, uh, The Pause for Oz Movement, season six, episode three. Um, that was, um, a project that she was doing actually for the bushfires in Australia. Um, it was something she did well and truly before COVID. Um, but we spoke to her during the year last year about it. Um, if you're considering doing something for your community, um, or another, I mean, she's in Canada, um, but was doing it for Australian bushfire victims. Um, anyway, so if you're considering doing something like this um, because of the difficult this difficult time, her interview will give you plenty of inspiration. So check that out. We also had Anastasia, uh, season five, episode eleven. She was discussing her beautiful one-to-one gratitude sessions. This definitely is something that I think we could use more of all over the world. Uh, basically, if you haven't listened yet, she was. Um, selling photo packages and I can't remember if the client was paying more I don't think so I think the client paid for one package and got a second one complimentary the second one um, didn't actually go to that client though the client could um, nominate somebody who should receive it or Anastasia had a list of families who had already been nominated and she could give it to them so usually it was like a, um, a frontline worker 
Um, but also it could just be anybody that that deserves, I suppose, for lack of a better word, um, something beautiful to happen to them that might help them um, through whatever they're going through at the time. So if you're looking for something like that that's business but also giving back, jump into Season 5, Episode 11, really inspiring um, and a, just a beautiful uh, marketing campaign. I think that um, it's – yeah, it's great for marketing, but also amazing for professional development while helping others in need. So check that one out. But why I'm telling you about all of these amazing interviews, and there's more, by the way, there's so many. There's um, actually Caitlin put together a medley of personal projects um, for the podcast uh, recently. So jump back and check it out. I'm not sure of the number off the top of my head. Sorry, the season number, episode number. Um, but anyway, these three interviews and all the others um, encouraged me to photograph the positive impact of COVID on my town. Um, some of you might remember that before I moved to Italy, I'd moved to a country town two hours away from Adelaide, where my business was. Um, anyway, so then we were in lockdown there. And once restrictions eased enough that we were allowed to like walk down the street and some shops were open, um, I did. I walked down the street and I took my camera and I asked each business to tell me one positive thing that COVID had given them. Um, this was either something they learned or were grateful for. As you can imagine, it was pretty tough <laughs> for a lot of businesses in that moment. I mean, this was back in April um, to answer that question. Um, but eventually they actually could find something. Often it led to a bit of a roundabout way. Like the, the I think the way I approached it really allowed the businesses to open up, you know. So they would look at me as if to say, joking. And, um, and I'd say, look, I know it's really hard. This has been like, you know, a really shitty time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you know, there have been some positives too. So, you know, some people might, some people have suggested this or some people have suggested that. And then it get, it really got the businesses thinking, business people, um, about actually something positive as well. And I think it helped it helped them actually um, to have this kind of discussion, but the stories also helped me um, a lot because all the the conversation really because it really it got me out of the house. I was inspired to just keep out, keep going, and doing more because I could really see it was helping the businesses and it made me feel good, you know. And at the moment, sometimes that's a bit tough. Um, depending on where you are in the world, you might still be going in and out of lockdown. We certainly are here. Um, and obviously, not just the lockdown, but the entire impact. Um, but yeah, these stories, they really helped me and uh, eventually inspired me to turn it into a coffee table book. Basically, I had more stories in my head than just the one sentence I was putting with their images um, when I put them online, which is what the original project was. Um, basically, I just put one line overlaid over their image and I put on social media that they could share it around. Um but there was so, you know, there was so much more to it than that. And so, yeah, eventually I put it into a, um, a book. I even had the former mayor write the forward, uh, which was quite exciting for me. He's pretty eccentric. The town loves him. Um, and, you know, I went to his house and interviewed him, or he actually interviewed me, really, um, so that he could write the forward. And his house was this crazy um, eccentric place with, like, deer heads on the wall and, like, um, I don't know, like statues and sculptures everywhere and 
every room had a different theme or was like completely crazy. It was this mansion, like beautiful, amazing old place that had been turned into this crazy eccentric place. It was fantastic. Anyway, this was my fifth coffee table book, I think. Um, but I have to say, it's the one I'm the most proud of and it wasn't for any financial gain at all. Um, so big thank you to Tiffany, Karen, um, Anastasia, all the guests that shared their personal projects in interviews last year because really you did um, encourage me to do this. Anyway, 2020 made us all think outside the box. Um, and uh, and I would love to know, you know, what the podcast, like I said earlier, what the podcast inspired you to do um, that you've implemented. But um, for us... Uh, at the Pep Travis Club, uh, we also have been thinking outside the box. Um, you might have noticed we introduced uh, expert reviews later in the year to give more to our members. Mark Rosetto kicks that off um, with a very informative review of uh, Rebecca Koska's price list. If you're struggling with pricing, go and check that one out. It was season six, episode two. We also introduced goal trackers. We held the International Pep Driver of the Year Awards again. It was even bigger than 2019 and um, and it will be happening again in 2021. Um, so stay tuned later in the year for that. But the biggest thing that we did last year was we began planning the Pet Photographers Conference, which is in just a couple of weeks' time. It is a three-day event and it is unlike anything else. We have lots of fresh topics being covered. I mean, things that you haven't seen anywhere else. Nicole Begley is sharing all her knowledge um, on marketing your photography like an online business. Marika Moffat sharing all the insider information on starting a pet collective. Kat Ray's talking about the power of self-belief. Alex from Houndstooth is joining us to share all things business and some Q&A time. In fact, many of the speakers are available for Q&A time. And gee, there are so many speakers, I can't just go through all of them. On top of all of that, we also have not one but two studio tours. So you can learn all about setting up your own space and how others use theirs. Um, so if you are thinking about maybe, you know, converting your garage or you're actually going to rent a space, um, that would be super interesting for you to learn how to set it up. It includes some information about lighting, etc. Um, or if you're just looking for inspiration for maybe where you might like to get to or a space you might like to use for ordering appointments, not even shooting in. Um, this will be really inspiring to you. We also have Queensbury joining us to give you tips on how to sell more albums. Oh, and by the way, you can submit the gallery of one of your favourite recent sessions um, and Queensbury, Queensbury will print your session for their sample and uh, they'll be using it throughout the conference. So you'll feel, I know I'll feel like, Pretty amazing if I saw my samples come up. And even better, after the conference, they're going to send it to you. They'll send it anywhere in the world. Um, so uh, if, you're, if you're joining the conference, uh, definitely submit for that. We also are doing like an expert panel um, discussion, which is going to be really exciting. Um, one is about, you know, so there's a group of the, the speakers all chatting together um, about what they would do if they were moving to a new city and starting up. Now, the cool thing about that, even if you're not moving, is um, is that it gives you a bit of a, you know, lots of fresh ideas for um, for marketing, etc. So definitely stay tuned for that one. If you're joining the conference, 
And of course, there will be time to meet other photographers and a fangirl or fanboy um, a bit, of course. Uh, that's the whole point of a, con- well, one of the biggest things for me, at least, um, for going to a conference is to meet other people, um, other photographers from all around um well, usually it's the country, but with this one being virtual, the world, which is super cool. Maybe there's people you've been chatting with on social media um, for years now, but you haven't actually met. This might give you the opportunity for that. So anyway, there is tons and tons and tons involved in this conference. Um, we really hope to see you there. If you don't already have your tickets, they are on sale now. It's 347 US, unless you're a member. In that case, jump into the Mastermind group to grab the coupon code. It's a bit cheaper. It is a full day, uh, sorry, a full three-day event. It starts at 11 a.m. EST, that's US time, on February the 4th. And all the details are available at thepetphotographersconference.com. That is all I wanted to share with you today. Um, Mostly I wanted to get you, um, you know, inspired and thinking about the changes that you have made because of the interviews or because of somebody else um, last year. I know it was a tough year, um, but honestly, I just really try to focus on the fact that, you know, we've really come, we're coming through. I don't want to say we've come through because we're still facing all these challenges, but, but we're, we're doing it together. You know, we're a beautiful community, um, that, you know, all of us as pet photographers and, um, I'm really grateful for that. So please jump into the group, share what you've learned. Um, If there's somebody else that we haven't interviewed that's inspired you, let us know. Maybe we can get them on the show. Um, That's all I wanted to say. Thanks for tuning in. I'm looking forward to everything that 2021 brings, um, including getting to know you all better and hopefully um, seeing you at the conference. So make sure you jump on and grab that ticket if you haven't already. That's it from me and um, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.